0: Don't touch that dial. You're listening to Board Games Daily, your daily dose of tabletop gaming discussion on Anchor. Now welcome your hosts, Jeremiah Isley, Scott Firestone,
1: and A.J. Skifstad.
0: Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Board Games Daily. That's right. This is the podcast that we talk about board games on. That's right. You can listen here. Of course, it's more fun if you're a part of the show. So why don't you call 216-352-3864? It's in the show notes in case you didn't write that down. But uh, give us a call. Weigh in on all the conversations that we have. We bring up cool stuff every week. Like today, we're talking about this week's game night cage fight. That's right it's coming up this segment or this show <laughs> not during this segment it's it's a later segment but it's coming so there's that we've got uh what else do we have oh we're continuing the gift guide in this episode and i got to remind you about our 12 days of christmas contest head over to theologyofgames.com check it out it's our 12 days of christmas contest there's links all over the place click on them go to the entry form Enter in a whole bunch of different ways, and you could win some amazing prizes, including the 8-bit box from Yellow Games, a whole bunch of Dragonfire expansions and campaign boxes and character packs from uh, Catalyst Game Labs, which you can't even get yet. Most of that stuff isn't out till January, and some of it not until February, but you can win it now. So check it out we're t- we're drawing stuff now it's happening already we we're going to draw the first one today as of the time we're recording this which is what is today i'm looking at my watch it's the 13th next 12 days a prize every day so check it out don't want to miss out on that all right that's all i've got for now stay tuned for more here on board games daily ladies and gentlemen it's time for this week's Game Night Cage Fight!
1: And in this corner,
0: two games enter, and one game leaves. Who wins? You decide! Vote on this week's Cage Fight by going to Twitter at Board Games Daily or call in 216 352 3-8-6-4. Winner and still champion.
1: Hey everybody, welcome back. This is AJ Skistad and it is time for the Cage Fight. We're going to be pitting two games against one another, talking about their pros, their cons, how they meet up against one another, and which one we think wins the fight, which one we think is better, we like more, and we also want to hear which one you like more. Today we're going to be talking about Splendor by Space Cowboy Games, now owned by Asmoday, And we are also going to talk about Century Spice Road by Plan B Games. Plan B Games is a little bit of a newer company. Um, They've been around for, well, excuse me, as far as launching into the big gaming industry, they've been around for about three to four years now where people really know who they are and what they're doing. Um, Plan B Games has a game called Century Spice Road. This is one of the games that launched them into their fame And it is a really cool game where you have a hand of cards. And this hand of cards is going to be used to collect spices on the Century Spice Road. Or as you deliver spices on the Century Spice Road. So you've kind of got this Middle Eastern feel. And you have cards down on the table that are worth victory points. Above some of those cards are gems. Um, Some of those cards are available to to come into your hand. And you're going to be playing cards from your hand to collect these spices and then later turn those spices in for gems. So once you play a card, it goes out of your hand uh, for good in that moment, and you'll then continue to play other cards to gain spices, and as an action, instead of playing a card, you can take all your cards back into your hand, or as an action, you can buy a card from the tableau, Um, and then also as an action, you can go for the victory points, uh, get ready to purchase something that has victory points so uh it's a really neat game i like it a lot it plays very smoothly and then we have splendor on the other hand which has been out a little bit longer and splendor is basically a game that you are going to be uh collecting gems and you're going to be mining them refining them and selling them and that's thematically how it kind of works out on the tiers of cards there's tier one mining tier two refining and tier three Selling. I don't even know that they make that clear in the game, but you can just tell by the pictures on the cards. Uh, You're only allowed to take certain gems on your turn. Sometimes you can take two of the same color. Sometimes you can take three of different colors. And sometimes you can reserve a card that you want to purchase later for its victory points by taking a gold gem, which is a wild. And then on your turn, you either take gems or you play uh, your gems to get victory points. First one to 15 points ends the game, and then uh, whoever finishes the round with the most points wins. So I love Splendor. Splendor has been around for a, a long time now, and excuse me, when I say I love Splendor, I loved, with the ED on the end of it, Splendor. Loved Splendor. It was a great game. It gathered people around the table. It was easy, quick concepts, easy mechanics, and then uh, people really enjoy it right off the bat. But after you play Splendor about 10 times, and I, I'm being serious, probably 10 times, you're spent on it, I think. I, I played it a lot now, and anytime anyone suggests it, I just think, no, I don't want to play Splendor. The theme is not very good. You really don't feel like you're immersed in mining, refining, and uh, selling these, these uh, jewels or gems And so the theme is not really there. It's just kind of pasted on. And I don't know. It's just kind of rinse and repeat, race to the finish. Um, I guess you might be able to say that about Sentry a little bit. I think there's more going on with Sentry, though. A lot more choices with the cards that you have in your hand. Uh, You can gain a lot more... Uh, resources and also the cards have this mechanism where you're going to be trading uh, lower spices for better spices and so you're kind of trying to manage when is the right time to trade up on spices this game has a lot more going on in your hand there's a lot more strategy happening and i really like century spice road i've harped on these games for too long i haven't really told you all the pros and cons but I think, hands down, Century Spice Road wins for me, this cage fight. I just think that there's more happening. It's better to look at, and overall, I just think it plays better and you're not gonna get as tired of it as quick as you do Splendor. So don't just pick up Splendor. If you have Splendor already and you're ready for something new, grab Century Spice Road uh, because Century Spice Road is gonna be a game changer. There's also, what's cool about Century Spice is there's three games in the Spice line. There's uh, Eastern Wonders, Century Spice, Eastern Wonders, and then there's a new one coming out. It's like New Worlds, I think. Century Spice, New Worlds. I don't know if it's out yet or not, But gosh, this game's got a lot more going for it than Splendor does. Even though Splendor has an expansion, uh, I think that expansion just came out too late to compete with Century Spice Road. Century Spice Road wins wins this cage fight for me. Which one wins for you? Let's hear from Firestone. Let's hear from Jeremiah. That's it for now. Check you later.
0: All right. I'm going to weigh in on this week's cage fight. So it is... It's Splendor versus Century Spice Road. Now, here's the thing. I think Splendor has become not the most, but one of the most polarizing games in the hobby. There are a lot of people that love it. They enjoy it. It's simple, it's easy. My kids and I, we've played it, we enjoyed it. It's a fun little game. But there's a lot of people out there throwing shade at it because, oh, it's so easy. It's too bland, it's too. well good for you great i'm glad that you don't like it i guess i don't know i enjoy splendor and when i remember when century spice road came out about a year or so ago now a lot of folks were saying this is it here it is the splendor killer as if splendor was like this force to be reckoned with now splendor got pretty popular pretty quick but needless to say um i i I don't know that we needed a Splendor killer, but I think it's true. I think Century Spice Road kind of does away with Splendor. Uh, It's a fun engine building game. They're both engine building games in their own way. And I really enjoy engine building. It's one of my favorite mechanics. So I think that's why I don't have necessarily a problem with Splendor because it's a cool little engine building game and you, keep creating these these gems which are these tokens you get and yeah it's it's cool so um but that being said i think i think century spice road wins out for me just because i think it's a little more nuanced it's a little more involved and i really enjoy it so not that i'm i'm throwing shade at splendor but century spice road wins for me there it is that's my vote for this week's game night cage fight. What's your vote? You can let us know a couple different ways. We're gonna put a Twitter poll out on Twitter at Board Games Daily. So you can vote there, sound off, comment, you know, reply to that, tweet, let us know what you think. And if you want to go one step further and be like even super awesomer, you can call the TOG hotline, the party line. Two one six three five two three eight six four. Leave us a message, and you'll be a part of the next episode. So there it is. That's my way in for this week's game night cage fight. Coming back with more here on Board Games Daily. Just stay tuned. You can be more than just a listener. If you're listening via the Anchor app, you can be a part of the discussion by using the voice message feature. Don't just sit on the sidelines. Download the app and join the conversation today.
1: Hey everybody, welcome back. This is AJ again and I'm going to be talking about some more of my ideas for a holiday holiday gift guide. Some games you might be thinking about getting for somebody else or maybe telling somebody else to grab you for Christmas. There's still time left to order those games in or to get them from your friendly local game store. And I'm going to talk about... uh, Epic campaign games today, and I kind of say, I kind of say uh, campaign. I use that word loosely because um, one of the games I'm going to talk about is uh, quote unquote, I'll um, uh, come up legacy game. So these are just games that just you don't play just once, but you continue a story with them, um, and it doesn't always mean that you're tearing up cards or anything like that, um, but. In any case, I want to talk about three different games. The first one I'm going to talk about is Charterstone by Stonemaier Games. It's a game that me and my buddies have played for a while now. We're four games in to that. It's a 12-game legacy game where at the end of the game, once you complete it all, you can play it as a regular worker placement game. Uh, This game Uh, is generally a worker placement game, but you're going to be building a village. And as you build this village, you have more and more places you can go, more and more things you can do. And overall, you're gaining points for the whole 12-game series by making marks on what's called your charter box. It it belongs to you alone. You're gaining things. uh, You're able to keep more items and and, uh, money as the game goes on. A really cool game. You gain these personas, these characters. I love this game. We've been having a lot of fun with it. I don't know that I will ever play it again when it's a standalone by itself after we play all 12 rounds. However, there's a recharge pack where you can do the whole campaign again, the whole legacy part of the game again. I may do that because that's pretty cheap. I don't know that I would really want to play it as a worker placement game, but here's why it's part of the gift guide. You can get this game for like 33 bucks now. When this came out, it was upwards 60, 70 bucks. And yeah, that was cool for when it came out because it was huge, it had a lot of components, but now they've got a ton of it and flooding the market. And you can get it for 33 bucks. I've seen at the lowest place on Amazon, 40 bucks maybe in local game stores. I got it from Cool Stuff Inc. for 40 bucks. So I mean, this is a good solid game for the price. It's beautiful, it, it, It's bu- excuse me, when I say beautiful, it's bubbly, it pops, it's bright, it's cartoony, and it's got a really nice look to the game overall. That's the first one I want to talk about. So, a good price point there. The second one I'm going to talk about is a more puzzle-based campaign game called Legends of Andor. There's three base box versions of this game already. I mean, the only one that you can't play standalone is the second one, which is Journeys to the North. But you can play The Last Hope and the original Legends of Andor base box alone. Um... And these games each give you at least five campaigns in them with plenty of expandability, plenty of replayability. Because once you play through these campaigns in the box, these stories, you will totally forget them. And you can play them again. And it doesn't matter if you remember what's hap- what's going to happen in them or not. Because you can still strategize differently. And then there's a Star Shield expansion that is only like 20 bucks tops. And that adds like five more... Uh, It adds adds one story, but you can play it up to five different ways. It is incredibly immersive as the stories unfold. It starts out as a tower defense game in the original base game. You're trying to protect the castle, but the goals change throughout the story. You've got this narrator who's moving up a track. If the narrator uh, who's telling the story gets all the way to a certain point for different legends, uh, you, you lose that legend. It is a great game. You're going to be moving uh, your miniatures around the city of Andor or the the realm of Andor and uh, fighting some bad guys, warding them off. It is very, very cool. Uh, It's got every every uh, base box has a double sided board, too, so that you can play different locations throughout the different legends. This game also is fairly cheaper than it used to be. Again, a game that originally retailed like 70 or 60-70 bucks, you can now get for like 40 bucks. This is a solid game. Now, you say AJ, you're not talking about any of the new of any of the new campaign games. That's because the ones that already did it did it really well, okay? And yeah, there's games like Gloomhaven out there that are do that number one on BoardGameGeek that's great there are some games that are still doing it really well but there are games that are a lot better than the ones that are coming out now here's another miniatures game uh, that i think you should add to your collection the last one that's campaign-based for this gift guide and that is descent journeys into the dark edition 2 second edition. (laughs) Uh, This game is fantastic. You get a campaign book. You can play it with a companion app. One person can play as the overlord and the other people can play as the heroes battling against each other as you quest through campaigns. You can play different quests solo or you can play through a large campaign. This game is really cool because every time you play the game you're going to put out these puzzly tiles that create a new dungeon or a new terrain and it is awesome the game board changes every time what you're trying to accomplish changes every time there are sweet miniatures you don't have to play with an overlord you can all play cooperatively if you use the companion app and there's plenty of expansions for this now this game has not gotten cheaper down through the years it is still the same price because the minis are phenomenal in it they are great and there are lots of cardboard pieces that puzzle together And so I understand why this game is still as expensive as it is. Okay, so you don't like the fantasy theme? Go ahead and pick up Imperial Assault instead. It's the same game, only it gives you the sci-fi Star Wars theme. And for those of you who love Star Wars, that game is phenomenal too. It It is like the same exact game, different skin, different theme. They are both excellent games i've given you three legacy slash campaign games that you might want to pick up for your nerdier board game friends this holiday season i hope some of those pique your interest they definitely pique mine because they are great games that's it for now check you later
0: well what do you know that's going to do it for yet another episode of board games daily i think don't hold me to it i'm pretty sure though i think we've caught up i think we're all caught up on all of our episodes so we can start churning out fresh stuff for you. Although this stuff is pretty, pretty new content. So check it out board games daily on all the places that you can listen. Oh, by the way, wherever you're listening, do us a favor. This would be the best thing ever. Subscribe, rate us, give us those five stars. We love, we love all the stars. Give us five, (laughs) write a little review, let people know why you like the show. That means the world to us. Better yet, get out there and share it. Let people know about the show. We love seeing people tweet about us and referring us. Kind of, you know, letting your friends know. Hey, check this this thing out. This is a pretty cool show. Really appreciate that. So, if you're doing that, you're awesome. If you're not doing that yet, you're almost awesome. You're about to be because you're gonna go do it now. Right? <laughs> anyway, so uh, let's see. What else do I need to tell you about before I go? Don't forget, 12 Days of Christmas contest happening now. I'm about to go pick our first winner. I'm super excited because it's super awesome. Uh, glad to be able to do this. Some really, really great folks in the gaming industry are making this happen. Trust me, folks. If I could, I would go out and buy all these games and give them away. But uh, we've had a wonderful turnout of publishers and folks in the industry who have donated these games to us to give away and um, super, super glad to be able to do that. And so check that out. 12 Days of Christmas, TheologyofGames.com. That's it. That's all I've got. I'm going to get out. We'll talk to you tomorrow for my co-hosts, AJ Skifstad and Scott Firestone. I'm Jeremiah Isley saying, go play a game.